Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight we will be reviewing Dead of Summer that was released in 2016. Yeah, this is an American teen supernatural horror television series. It's a ten-parter. Yeah, and it's based around the 80s again. But yeah, it's a little bit like... Like Stranger Things and um, the new Stephen King's It. They're trying to... I think a lot of filmmakers are trying to recapture that old period. When was Friday the 13th based? It It was in the 80s. Yeah, I think they're probably trying to cover that period because people like it. Yeah, because a lot of people like that old period. I don't know why, but I guess it's pretty interesting. well, the, the clothing was interesting, the music was interesting, yeah. the kills were interesting. <laughs> and I guess um, the filmmakers themselves were brought up in that era. Probably. Well, you think about when George Lucas did American Graffiti. He grew up in a town like that, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the music they used for the background music for American Graffiti was out of George yeah. Lucas's record collection. Yeah, so, you know. Just so mm. you guys know, yeah. I was born in the 80s, but I didn't have any time to um, work out what the clothing and the music style yeah. was. Well, I didn't know the music style. I had, I had a, I had my own music list that I memorized when yeah. I was growing well, up. Which was a child. But, yes. and, but me, I go back to 1950. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 1954. Yeah. So I yeah. kind of knew about uh, mm. music like stylings like from um, Elton John, um, Lionel Richie, and. She liked the good stuff. And, yeah. and, and all those sort of ones that well, I grew I, up with. I grew up for When I was a young fellow, I know we're digressing here, I grew up in a music scene in Sydney, Australia, and I used to get all the jazz dives. My friends would go and see rock music or pop music, I was seeing jazz. And. Later on, I got into punk and new wave. Wouldn't read about it, would you? Now let's get on to <laughs> the usuals. Yeah. Okay. Create created by hmm. Adam Horowitz, Edward Kitsis, and Ian Goldberg. They also um, co-produced it with ABC Signature, hmm. which is a Disney production company. No surprise. Uh, it was also written by uh, these three gentlemen, Adam, uh, Edward, and Ian, and they had a couple of other writers come in to assist on some of the episodes. It's a good thing that we, I yeah. didn't even know that until now. What's that? If, they, if Disney got a hand in it, oh, we, the, we all know what Disney's oh, habit no, of no, making no, 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 don't get, It's not a bit... Let us not get into Disney in horror. Okay. Mm, they're not good at it. Disney did not write the story, okay? Yeah, another thing I should mention before Mike begins with the rest of the cast is that according to November the 2000, um, the Freeform, that's probably the studio who that's created... Another, that's another Disney... Yeah, well, they cancelled the series after one season, which... Um, I know why. Which Mike and I agree that it was probably... There was no... There's no going forward with the story. Well, that's part of it, but I'll, I'll explain that a bit later on. But I'll give a quick overview before Sarah gets into telling the story. Yeah. It's set in the 1980s, like I think Sarah said before, at a place called Camp Stillwater in Midwestern's, a, mid, a Midwestern summer camp. Hmm. Now, Sarah mentions Freedom, which is a Disney crowd, uh, gave it straight to series order. Hmm. The series was conceived as an anthology. So each series was supposed to be a separate group of people for slightly different storyline, mm. but still based around the camp. Yeah. Because, wait a minute, Josh, the series was going to be, um, I think, I've got it written down somewhere else, but I think 
the second series was going to go back 20 years earlier. Hmm. And the next season was going to be about 10 to 15 years after this. Oh, I get it. So they got different periods in the same I camp. see what yeah, you yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're going mm, there, yeah, yeah. Mike. So, yeah, it was, it's, so it could have been very good. Mm, yeah, but yeah. you know how studios are. They just they want to go for a new idea and they just move on. Well, well. yeah. They probably didn't think there's nothing more in this, this story. No, there and was. But the, the historical side. Mm. What's that one we did there in that um, little village one? Um, um, and they went back in time. And had that oh, you mean uh, Fear Street? Yeah, Fear Street. Yeah, they, they went back where in they, time and where, stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. in that one it dealt with the nineties, the eighties, or the eighty nineteen seventies. And then the and then the sixteen hundreds. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Oh, actually, sixteen. And considering that yeah. that one had another eighties related topic. Yeah, start, but started off in the eighties. Mm. No, the, started off at nineties, and then 90s. and then in the second one it was eighties or seventies anyway. Seventies, eighties, and then similar period. Anyway, let's move on. I think uh, I'll, do, I'll do some cast stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's quite a few people here. Yeah, but they're all the same, and they're all throughout the episodes, except when they get killed off, obviously. So oh, I'm going to just mention their names, I know, uh, and some there. I don't want to say too much, because I might give away what's going on. We have Elizabeth Mitchell plays Deb Carpenter. We believe... The, the role is named after John Carpenter, yeah. but we don't know This is that. probably yeah. the second time I've seen a yeah. movie or a miniseries. We did a miniseries last year, and we found out one of the characters was also named Amanda um, Carpenter yeah. in that one. Yeah. Or yeah. not Amanda Carpenter, just Carpenter. Yeah, Carpenter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Elizabeth Lyle plays Amy Hughes. Very nice, pretty young blonde lady. Mm-hmm. Amber Coney uh, plays uh, Carolina or Cricket. Cricket Diaz. Uh, Alberto Fra- Fraser plays Deputy Garrett Towney Sykes. He used to be a kid in the town who went Sounds to summer Italian. camp. Uh, no, it could be uh, Latin, like uh, Mexican or mm. something. I don't know. Eli Gorey uh, plays Joel Goodson. Who was on Joel? No, uh, no. It doesn't matter. Um, Let me see. Because he had, had the, the naughty guys too. So. Mm, I know. Uh, Mark in Delicato plays Blair Ramos. He's a little gay boy. Uh, who's uh, trying to find himself. Uh, no, Ronan Rubenstein plays Alex Powell, uh, originally born Alexei Fevinov. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's a Russian boy trying to anglicise, Americanise himself. Yeah. Now, here we have Paula Singer plays Jessica. Jesse, yes. or nicknamed Braces, Tyler. And Zelda Williams plays Drew Reeves, born Andrea Dalton. She's a girl who's having an identity crisis, thinks she's a boy. Yeah, and, yeah. and as a special treat for all you guys yeah. who mm, are mm. Um, into him, which I imagine you are. Oh, drum roll, oh. please. Oh, come on. Yes. Tony Todd is going to be starring as a sort of uh, mysterious man in this movie. Yes, I was actually getting on to the next group. I know, but okay. Tony Todd, as you okay. guys are well aware, Tony Todd, he the has played Candyman and, other and, good ruby things. and he was in Final Destination. Was he in the uh, Tales from the Hood, one of those? The uh, third one or something? Yeah, The he naughty was. guy who Satan the kid who was going to kill the kid, but the yeah. kid actually ended up killing him. Hmm. Yeah, whatever, yeah. That was really good. I like Tony. There's something about Tony Todd's yeah. voice. He's got that really deep... It's a little bit deep... like Tobin Bell's got a voice. You go, yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah, he's got that deep voice that and draws you sing. in. Yeah, yeah. So, so silky smooth, ominous, menacing. You know, all good, all good stuff. Now, 
I was going to mention him anyway, but uh, anyway, Charles uh, Monsieur plays Sheriff Boyd Heelan. He also has another role which I won't mention. Tony Todd, we've already mentioned, he plays Holly Oak, this or the tall man he's referred to occasionally. Uh, Andrew West plays Damon Crowley, whoever the Damon is. Um, blah 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 blah. Most of it's all, um, but, all but it's a supporting actors, yeah, so I'm not going to go too far. Most of them are just hit and miss ep- well, yeah, in like, one or two there's episodes. There's a lady here that says Janet Kidder plays Mrs. Sykes, which is a deputy's mum who works at the I swear it's that name. Every time I hear that name, I think of of Charles Dickens. Oh, okay. I think there was a character in all of the twist names, well, Sykes. Well, Eric, yeah, whatever. And there's a comedian in England called Eric Sykes. So let's just move on and tell the story. No, yeah, yeah story time. Okay, so once upon be- time, the three best. So the story begins um, where the, all the um, kids, their counselors, I should mention the ones we mentioned so far, they're they're going to this nice um, camp and they're going to be volunteering as counselors and <laughs> all that stuff. And there's no and, Jason Voorhees anywhere in this one. And Amy, which we follow throughout this production, this throughout this. Wet- TV series. She's a nice girl. She's a nice girl. Yeah. A little bit of um, you know, um, doesn't know about anything about um what's going down. She's actually innocent. She's trying to be nice and friendly to everybody. Yeah, you think yeah. she's the final girl in this production? But as we all, you know, we often have a nice, cute, pretty, um. But mentally sound, yeah. all those good groovy things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we meet mm. the other cast. We meet Cricket, the girl who turns out she used to have gained weight, but now lost weight. Yeah, and she looks pretty good now. And looks yeah. pretty good, mm-hmm. and she's desperately wanting attention, which is her problem mm-hmm. in this movie. I mean, series. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And there's um that. Let me see. He's an Alex's um character who wants to recreate himself as an uh, normal American. All and American boy is actually all American Russian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. his father his grandfather said go out and, and take people aren't gonna give you anything, go and take Take it. Yeah, otherwise you won't get it. So he's a, he he's a little bit bent, but he's, he's I think he's basically a nice guy just mm. trying to get ahead. Blair yeah. is um the gay kid and yeah. he's, he's trying a nice boy, yeah. and he's trying to look for um Acceptance. Acceptance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Drew is a is um um a a girl, but wants to be a boy. She's always thought herself, herself as a boy. Yeah. And so she dresses like a boy mm-hmm. and all those other good groovy things and acts, tries to act tough yeah. like a boy. But and all the time like yeah. that she's pretending throughout the story, everyone at who comes to the camp, all the counsellors, they all come from different reasons to be there. Yeah, like, to find themselves. Find themselves, or re- recreate, recreate themselves, themselves yeah, be yeah, something yeah. that they're not. A bit of, uh, somewhere, somewhere in between that and coming of age sort of stuff. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, because they're... they're um, yeah, they all came yeah. from different backgrounds, but with different stories. Yeah, different, different baggage and stories and whatever. And as yeah, I yeah. said before, throughout these episodes, they will give a flashback of those people's individual stories. Yeah, so we've got ten episodes, you'll move along a bit. Okay, okay. So they arrive, they get on the bus, and they head to the camp. And, and the wheels on the bus go and round. As and the, um, as they start attending the camp and the camp... The the um student the kids there, strange things start occurring that has something to do with this Tony Todd character. Yeah. Isn't that right, Mike? Yes, somewhat. Yeah, he's referred to like mm-hmm. some people say. I saw a man in the shadows, a tall man. Yeah, yeah one of the kids yeah, yeah. is mm-hmm. who's a Russian. Yeah, kid. another Russian kid, little yeah. boy. Uh, he starts like, seeing yeah. him and he starts drawing pictures of him and where where you could find him or or where. Well, he yeah, wants he had no idea. Yeah, yeah, somehow or rather he was. 
Yeah, he is linked somehow. We don't know. We it didn't actually say how or why, yeah. but he was a, a sensitive maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think that throughout the story, he's Tony. Um, uh, what's his name? Tony and Todd's character again? Uh, well, Luke. Holyoke. Yeah, it's Holyoke. Um, he makes appearances to either some of the kids at the camp or the counselors. Some of the counselors, but but it comes over in a threatening manner. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. So but, everyone thinks he's evil, don't they? Mm-hmm, true. And all the time, everyone is baffled. They think that the... They suspect, or Garrett, the deputy of the police, suspect it's actually... The tall man is actually a bunch of gang-related punks who yeah. are selling drugs. Yeah, and he knows the guy because he went to school with him as a friend of his when he was yeah. younger. But again, mm. he's um, misses the um, point in here and there. Yeah. He, he also suspects that these guys are just cultists who are trying to access power from the lake. Seeing well, they, he, well yeah, it, that develops through, through the episodes. Yeah. yeah, he seems to discover um, evidence that linking up to a cult, yeah. that's kind of um, where they're trying to access a demon, demon from who, the lake. Who lives in the lake, yeah. His father was a, a, yeah. a sheriff before him when he was, when he was, uh, yeah, when when he he was, was a child, a uh, was looking into it as well, and he died. Yes. So, mysteriously, we believe. Yeah, mm. at the same spot that the, um, they... Dis- Later on, discover well, at the campground. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, so they then find out that there is a doorway to this sort of um, to where this demon lives, and I suspect that it's not that that the doorway is within the lake. I sus- mm, because I don't know. I think yeah. it's just like when you look at a, um, a Ouija board that can access both go- ghosts and demons and angels yeah. if you want. Yeah. Well, not the angels. Well, there is some sort of portal in the lake, but they actually did some stuff in a cave as well, which uh, which had the cave there later on, yeah. and it had water and stuff on the ground, and which might have been water from the lake in there as well. So mm, yeah, true. So mm. the, the water in the lake has a lot to do with it. Yes, yeah, no, that's where the demon th- lives. Yeah, I think mm. that it's not only the demon, but I think that other spirits are attracted to this lake. So maybe um, it it allows the spirits to somehow access to this world. Who knows? Because we, we do find out that Debbie, who had a lo- had a history with the lake, she went there as a camp counselor, dated a beautiful, a nice looking guy, and the next minute. She he died of a of slashing his wrist, and she sees him a couple of times, and she seems to forget that he passed away just not yeah, too long ago. Funny that, hey. <laughs> yeah, how, throughout so this. He slashed, no, he's a drug dealer, wasn't he? No, he slashed his wrists. I see. Yeah, it was a drug over. Yeah, I don't drug know why I said it was. A, no, because the, the the dark guy's brother. Yeah, he slashed his wrist. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Um, yeah, there is a bit of a mishmash. Yeah, there's a couple of people committed suicide. Mm. Away from the camp, yes, and the, and, and their presence is sort yeah. of one of them's presence is yeah. Felt one of the, the kids yeah. who's who's attending as counselor, his brother was also a counselor at the same a park. Few years earlier, and mm. he went crazy up here, and because he kept seeing Holyoke, who kept saying, uh, Holyoke, talk, yeah, telling him about <laughs> who's giving these f- fearful visions, and that somehow passes on to his younger brother before he attends the camp. Mm. Mm, which is never explain uh, why that happened, unless he attended the camp and well, he's, well, see, he's yeah, That's him. one part that actually, yeah, we wonder why, but maybe um, the spirit world knew 
that I just I don't know the, the, the guy who committed suicide. Yeah, I heard of stories yeah, where uh, maybe that was part of the plan. Yeah, to I get heard him. of stories in ghost stories where they often say when you go to a haunted place like a haunted house, sometimes the spirits would latch onto another That's person. That's what I was trying to say, I but know. maybe it, it it could be a bit deep than that. So they knew the other person was going to come, and she was known to the other people yeah. in that town, and maybe she Holyoke. It was trying to communicate with the other guy, yeah. saying this kid's a bad kid or a good kid or whatever, yeah. and you know, and trying to communicate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wasn't mm-hmm. taking the message. Yeah. See, yeah. Julio, yeah. he keeps on telling one of the kids that you must kill Amy. Yes. He and they wrote makes the kids all worried and anxious that if um that whether who to believe most of the time they kept thinking um we can't kill Amy she's a good person she's a very nice she's person. very innocent all that stuff yeah and his holy guy everyone believes he was a satanist hmm. but he had died a hundred years earlier but yeah. he's still hanging yeah. around there's a bit of a flashback at the beginning where it showed Holyoke's um um members of his congregation, whatever. Drowning themselves, well, yeah. apparently. Drowned in, in, themselves. In the lake, and lake. he was up there playing piano in his cabin. And then he got caught by officials, and they probably killed him. I'd say they were a lynch mob back 100 years ago, most definitely. Yeah, and you know and what... we're moving lynch... right along. It's yeah. a long series. So, <laughs> anyway, um, they eventually... Fu- Amy does get abducted by this cult group, and they attempt to... You know, mix their blood with her, but you know, whatever. Yeah, her whatever, her blood and their blood mixed together to give them uh, um, a long life uh, or something, or at least uh, um, to live forever or something, or, or to or... erase the demons. Well, yeah, but they were also yeah, raise, but, but that was part of the raise the demon and give them uh, yeah. uh, what do you call it? Uh, eternal life, but like um, mm. vampires and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway. Mm. Um, eventually, Garrett saves her, and he suspects his p- sheriff of possibly being involved in the cultists. Do yeah. You, do you think, Mike? Well, he, he's starting to get a funny feeling, and things aren't quite right. Mm. Mm. And, and he kills his sheriff guy, and I do suspect... Well, he does accuse him, and they have an argument, and he, find, he actually found out at that time that the sheriff actually killed his father. Didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said because his father was snooping around in the camp and that was no good, so he got rid of him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, now Garrett is under suspicion by the police or the FBI or whatever. Probably whatever. State like troopers, think, whatever, yeah, somebody. Yeah. The state troopers and calling into question is insanity or sanity. Yeah, but he wasn't he wasn't locked up for anything. No, he's um relieved. I guess he's relieved of active duty, or if that's the word. Yeah, he's really relieved, relieved of duty until they investigate what was going on. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, um, then then eclipse happens, and, and yeah, and then eclipse, uh, a solar eclipse, yeah. which wasn't expected. Yeah, somehow it wasn't scheduled in the old almanacs. Yeah, mm. as it turns out, <coughs> it happens, and Jesse. One of the girls that's a very fancy girl. She wears a lot of fancy clothes. She and, really nice. and you think that she's the rich, rich girl, but actually in reality, she comes from a poor background and her mum's a bit of a drug, oh, into drug, drug dealing and partying too yeah, much. Party animal and, and, yeah. and before she came to camp, she was more, Jessie was more the study hard, hope to get ahead type of girl. 
You never think that in this movie, this TV no, series, but n- not at the camp. No, but all the time she tried to be a best friend to all the campers yeah, and yeah. tried to be a better person for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> moving right Anyway, <laughs> she gets a message from one of her friends who died. Who t- throughout this some um, series, I should mention some of the members of the um the counselors get killed off one by one. One by one, and actually, there's a little bit few flashbacks. Uh, Developing their characters and a bit a bit behind them. We won't go into all of them. No, but eventually I'd like to hear all night, the um, ghost tells her to take the bones, Holyoke's bones, and, and throw them, them into the river, lake. Lake. <laughs> so she takes the bones and she throws them in the lake, and then we get a huge flashback that indicate that shows all of the information. We watch Julio leading his members to the lake and he plans on doing a baptism of sorts. Like a purification ritual. He, he wasn't an evil man at all. Yeah, as his, um, his members are slowly wading themselves into water, the cultists, um, the old cultists, approach them and drown the lot of them. Like handmade goat masks type things on their faces. Yeah, one of the head goat musk guys says, we're going to pin the blame on you. Yeah, try and get rid of him. Yeah. And so they head off on their own way, and Julio ca- goes to his cabin and starts playing a bit of a music um, on the, his piano. It was supposed to be a, a thing to contain the beast, whoever it is. He then acknowledges Jesse and the and the other kids that he that the people who are responsible are the um, cultists, but the demon in the lake is the one that's responsible. That yeah. and this demon. If they didn't don't they see the demon needs a host. Yeah, so, yeah, they don't want to take over human body so they yeah. can actually, uh, yeah, and do whatever they do. He says that mm. it's Amy who's the host now, and they think, oh, because she's pure, sweet, and innocent. Yeah, uh, he he wants to he wants to get a pure body which has not yet been corrupted, yeah. so he can corrupt mm, it. Mm, yes, so which is not necessarily the case, is it? Yes, she, then they decide to do a test where they um, take a little teeny crucifix that Jessie has and place it in her hand as and, saying... And, and she grabs it and she closes the hand on it and smiles and everything. Yeah. And, everything uh, appears to be good and as it should be. Yeah, and then later on, um, as they they then discuss what their next plan is, they know that Jessie may be, may be possessed, but of course other people have different theories. They think that Hulk might be tricking them or the demon might be exactly. tricking them. Or whoever's Who going... Who can you trust? Hmm. Yeah, anyway. Eventually, um, we find out that Amy is possessed by this demon thing and Julio appears to all the, um, the camp counsellors. And it's a bit of a surprise to all of us. Isn't that right, Mike? Exactly. Because usually he appears to either one or not... Well, just the chosen people he often well, appears to. He chose to. them all because he needed them all. Yeah. Mm. He then explains that... Then he explains that we need to purify Amy in yeah. order to save her soul or that stuff. Yeah, that's right, because he's, he's, he's technically a vessel for the demon now. Yeah, and he has these special water that's not... He says that the water is pure and not damaged by by the demons. Oh, yeah. He said it's the last of pure water in the air because the lake's being corrupted by the demon and the death and everything. And this well inside his cabin 
is the last pure water source yeah. in the area. Yeah. yeah. So he he then starts playing the piano, playing the same music over and over, and but something goes horribly wrong. He gets killed by the demon. Or and I should mention I that on the piano there is a bit of a etching of the of a demon symbol, which oh. indicate that maybe the piano has been corrupted or something by the demon. I don't know. We don't know when this took place. We don't know when the skull was put there. Was it a skull or a sheep's head? It was a, a bit of a, um, a, um, a five-point star with a skull head in yeah, it. Right. In the five, yeah, yeah, it's a pentagram and a skull inside it. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm. so it's been corrupted by who knows. Possibly. Anyway, they tried to do continue the purating ritual. They used the special water, splashed it in the girl's face, yelling, uh, really... T- to stop this possession, all that stuff, the usual stuff. Yeah. And, and eventually, um, Jessie offers herself up to the um, demon. To take, take me instead? Yeah. Oh, I know what a good girl. Yeah, and eventually the demon does oblige. And and for a minute we think Amy's okay, and then Jessie is is placed inside into the purity water and yeah. into the well. And According bra- to Huliak, he says that no one will survive being inside that well. We well, don't know why. Because he drowns in there. Yeah. And then they get her out, though, and they give him uh, artificial respiration or whatever. Yeah, and Amy mouth. does, anyway. And they and bring her back. Yeah. Eventually, um, Amy, I mean, Jesse revives, and we all think it's all good. But then we have um, only two more, we have one one more episode to go. Yeah. Episode, uh, and but everything starts to come together. See, <laughs> um, we first we watch the um, kids heading out, and Amy gives us a sinister smile, hinting that she's not completely cured of the demons. Yeah, kind of, she's, she's a beautiful girl, with a lovely smile, but when she puts a little bit of a an evil twinge on it, also there's something not going on right here at the moment. Yeah. And she's got the touch of evil about yeah, her. Yeah, Debbie, no one the counsellor, <laughs> who's um, looking through um, some of um, Amy's stuff, she finds some um, clues to what's going on. She finds um, an identical piece of, of, of a map of, of a pentagram of indicating which people's who died in what part. Oh, okay. I must explain. There's a map of the area mm. and there's a pentagram drawn over the map giving coordinates showing where people had to be killed killed off and or buried. Yeah. Um, yeah. She also mm. finds... Um, then the demon Amy appears and she reveals to Debbie the whole thing that, that the demon doesn't want a pure, nice spirit... He- or human, he wants a um, a corrupt human. He's already naughty. Yes, mm-hmm. and this is where we get the full story of Amy's life. Amy, when she was a little girl, killed her parents and her brother. Yes, a little bit. Didn't Michael Myers do that? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then when she was in foster care, she she attended a party with a, a new friend, and she had her killed because. They were both going to be counsellors, and there was only one position left. Yeah, and so she made sure her friend died. Mm-hmm. So, instant vacancy, folks. Yeah, <laughs> we also meet one of the girl, the girls, the girl that died's friend, friend who yeah. tells her that tells the counts the um the um the Debbie that she's not that Amy's not what she seems. She's not. Mm-hmm. She's not really a blonde. <laughs> 
She's a brunette. How everyone lies sometime rather than they? Yeah. So it seems Amy has been fooling everyone. She's been recreating herself and tr- and hiding the fact that she's not an innocent. No, she's a killer. Mentally deranged, Bollywood do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway. And she doesn't want to be saved. As it turns out, she wants the demon and her to be. One, Where and, one. and had the power and everything else. And yeah, yeah mm. somehow, I, long before the cultists, stu- you know, tagged her, she's been killing all over the place in, from day one. Isn't that right, Mike? Well, you're telling a story. Well, I'm just saying that, <laughs> that long before, I mean, they, the group thought, oh, um, she was tagged by these cultists when they, they made her a host, bef- you know, yeah. in ep- wasn't, eight, wasn't episode eight. was someone killed on the way to camp? Yes. A boy got his head off or something or other? Yes, or, he did. Uh, and uh, mm. another boy, um, well, actually, it started off with, with a drowning, obviously. Yeah. And then another boy who left the camp, uh, say, episode two, I think. Yeah. Um, he got his head chopped off. Yep. And another girl got placed, and another victim got um, crushed by a bear trap. Yeah, clothes on her head. Ouch. I'm not going to say anything else. That, that that would not... A bear trap on the head, that would hurt. The rest of the group do a find... A band would not help. The rest of the group find out about this and they know, they have to do what most kids would have done in those slasher movies back then. Run home to mummy. Run. Okay. They try to <laughs> duck her and, of course, we eventually see that she's resurrected the dead spirits and corrupted uh, yeah, them yeah, yeah. to work for her. Exactly. Why mm. not? You can't get good help nowadays. So you just got to dig them up in any way you can. Even <laughs> though most of them have been either found or, well, actually, she might have buried a few of them along well, the way and unaware that they're dead or except. Well, she knew where they were. She, she put yeah, because I knew that um, mm. Cricket was already dead and everyone was grieving over her. And the dead dark body. guy, whatever, whatever his name was. Uh, mm, yeah, Amber, he's dead. Amber, Amber, guy. Yeah. Mm. I think he's Joel. I think he Joel. was. I think it was Joel. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I can't remember his name. I, can't, I know it's not very. Yeah, I can't, I can't yeah. remember all the names. Sorry. Yeah. Two of the yeah. other kids I mentioned, um, Blair and Drew, they got away, of course. Yeah, and they, they took a busload of kitties out yeah, of the camp. To, yeah, away from the. Um, Amy and the demon. Yeah, they went with Deb in the bus. Yeah, but, and Deb got decided to be a distraction for the demon to, yeah. so the kids won't get hurt. So, uh, of course, yeah, I think Drew figured out how to drive the bus, didn't she? Yeah, she yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. And they did get outside the barrier of away from the demon. Of course, when the they think that it's all over, but um, the, the Russian, Russian kids said you've got to go back and help your friends. Yeah, Aha. So they try to phone in the police, and you know what happens when you phone in the police, don't you, folks? They are they useless. They put you on hold? <laughs> no, they're useless. Not well, not, not being nasty to the real police out there, but this is what happens. In the, I mean, in most movies, they, well, it does work successfully, or they ignore you, or they think this is a prank. But somehow well, they do arrive. That's the whole problem. I mean, your police get so many prank calls, it's really hard for them. Uh, yeah. So yeah. You, yeah. Okay, we've got some demons or something going on up the camp there. Yeah. yeah. Another prank call. Yeah. 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 The kids soon discover the dead bodies, just like in those where you meet the final girl, and she just, she's the one who discovers the dead bodies in the in the movie. Eek. Yeah. And eventually they start running when Amy starts appearing, and of course Garrett is the next one who gets slashed and gashed. Yep, he certainly does. Yeah. And he makes his final um, lovey-dovey moment with Jesse. Jesse and him have a bit of a history. Yes. They were cam- they were both campers when they were 
at the same camp years ago. He started off being a horrible mean kid because probably because of being given a hard time. By dad? Because No, because his dad was the sheriff there. Mm-hmm. And people gave him a hard time, and they gave him a hard time. We did something naughty, and blah, 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 blah. And yeah, so he just kept getting, I'm going to get even. Yeah. yeah. He got over that when he got, he got, yeah. Over, yeah, he got over that. Yeah. And Jessie, um, of course, was a nice girl, and she liked him. Anyway, they kiss, and we find out in during this episode that Jessie has a little bit of Julio's soul within her. Yes. We don't know how this happened. He transferred it. Yeah. Somehow, rather. For some ha- gosh knows reason, we don't understand why her, obviously. Maybe it's the, the final girl stuff, we don't it know. It could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the good guy passing on some good stuff of his to her. Yeah. yeah, so Alex and her are the only ones running around. Garrett rests on the bench by, and he tries to shoot Amy a couple of times. Bam, bam, bam. We don't know if that worked. No. <laughs> don't think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't kill a demon with a gun. No. Yeah. And yeah. Alex makes the final sacrifice that he couldn't do years, you know, a few episodes ago by giving doing a selfless act like his mum told him in an in in a flashback that he should do something selfless, not something selfish. Yes, yes selfless. Yeah. Big difference, folks. Mm. We look in the dictionary. Yeah, and she chopped mm. and sliced him. It didn't even give much a fight, to be honest. Well, mm. and there was a scene where Amy is um, approaches Jesse in the to- in the t- showers, and this she, is m- she had a big axe in her hand, like yeah. you know, when knocking down doors with yeah. like five. And she starts saying, Mar- you know, Marco a Marco Polo type sort of game. Thing, yeah, I'll say Marco, you say Polo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, right, only right. it's Jesse and Tyler or something. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. She tries to find her in the toilets in the bar and the shower stalls by swinging her axe around. Smash the doors down. Like something I seen from The Shining. I think she would. Mm. Yeah, Don't know. yeah, whatever. Yeah, she gets right. to the final store, she doesn't find her. Oh, girl. She but stuck up into the roof cavity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed how she, she was able to. Very get, agile. I'm amazed she didn't notice her. Well, when you're scared for your life, your body has wings. Yeah, she just yes. floats up there. Yeah. yeah, anyway, she then meets up with Drew and Blair and Garrett, somehow survives his encounter with Amy, and they decide to form a plan by. By lead, luring her back to Julio's, um, ca- I mean, cabin. Yes, and, the cabin in the woods. But th- mm. somehow the water <laughs> in the world now is un- is it's not pure. Corrupted. It's corrupted. Yeah. It's no longer pure. Sadly. Yeah. Hmm. Oops. Because the they left the door open, and it was it's just like if you didn't finish a seance or a, yeah, d- or yeah. a witchy board thing, you left the door open for demons yeah, to corrupt the, the area. Yeah, let, they let the critter in or out. Mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah, they were not really smart, but then again, they're not... They're kids, you know, they're teenagers, kids. you know. Yeah, yeah so um, they led, lead Amy back to the Julius ca- cabin, and they trap her using the water. Yeah, it had some water still, the pure water still left in some canisters they were yeah, using. Yeah, canister. And they put a circle around, so that is it like, a bit like a binding spell. Yeah, mm. yeah. and then they used the walkie-talkies to play the music that Julio played by using a sort of a gramophone recording. And also, you know, the old tubular things that Thomas Edison first made up, an old one of those, but Amy but, had wiped the information off it, so yeah, there was no was, noise on it whatsoever. Yeah. So the only bit of music left is on the um, a camcorder that Joel, Joel had. had. Joel yeah. had it all the time throughout this, all these movies. Yeah. I mean, and well, I thought it, he was there to do work, and all he did was walk around taking videos. Hmm. Yeah, and anyway, 
luckily enough, um, Holyoke's recording music is on there, so they're able to play it and weaken the demons. Yeah, so all, all the new demons, with the, the council, yeah. the dead ones, they start dropping off like flies. I think that they've been controlled by the demon or controlled yeah, by Amy. Yeah, they were dropping off first, but it was weakening Amy, but it wasn't killing her. Yeah. She, yeah. Then Jesse grabs the axe that Amy was using and slices right into Amy. Yeah. Ending her he life. Said, he said blondes have more fun. <laughs> ending Amy's life and restoring the natural order of things. Yes, and it all came with the, the demon went back in the lake and the birds were singing and everything. And then the sun rises, which the sunrise. is um, hints that, that it's a new day. Right back in the light again. Yeah. And, of course, um, some of the blood from Amy um, kind of goes back into the Kenster. I don't I don't know yeah, what I that means. Yeah, I don't know. That was I was a bit confused on that but I would have thought that would have been the demon maybe. I don't know. I, anyway, yeah, the group a, yeah. hugs and they watch um a, their friends, their dead friends being um walking into the lake, hinting that a bit of a pure the continue the, doing the, the um baptism ritual. And they just disappeared. We we like to think they went on to a better place. A better afterlife. Yes. New heaven or wherever. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Garrett and Jess, they take a moment to walk um, down through the park. And yeah. Jess is about to continue on, but Garrett stays behind. I can't go because, any further. Because he's, he's not alive. He's, he's only a, well, I suppose a ghost really, yeah. but a, a solid ghost. Yeah. For some reason, he, his body was not corrupted by Amy for some no, reason. No, because he was, yeah, he didn't let it somehow, I don't know, maybe his bad became good and he was a, yeah, I like to think that, that whatever transport transfers between Jesse and Garrett, um, I think that part of her was a, was kind of protect you know protecting protected him. Whatever oh, was it, protecting her they were walking was protecting down this pathway him. And when they come around the corner, their seat where they actually carved their names into it when they were kids, you see his dead body sitting there, and then she's looking at him. And he's he's in two places. He's standing next to her. And he's on the park bench. He's been dead for the past hour or so. Yeah, and his body's been very grey looking. Well, you would go up in grey if you were dead too, probably. Anyway, yeah, yeah. they then kiss and Maggot she knows food, yeah. and then make the, their parting. And he returns to the lake and where he encounters his, his dad. His dad's standing there. Because his dad was killed there by the other sheriff guy. Yeah, yeah and they embrace and they go off to the they afterlife. Disappear. Yeah, yeah. Then we flash forward. Flash forward and Jessie's now attending in her college of her dreams, and That's right, yeah, she yeah. gets a postcard from her two friends Blair and Drew, who are now dating, which I think is kind of nice, nice, and at the same time confusing. But well, see, so, yeah, but you have to understand see, the logic of. But that, let's let's move on from their relationship. Yeah. So Blair and Drew, they're going to um, Seattle to attend. Uh, um, a David Bowie concert. Yeah, because they, they talked. They, um, how was it when Drew was being a female a couple of years earlier? She gave Blair a David Bowie tape because she thought David Bowie is great and he does whatever he likes. He can he dresses up funny and weird and stuff. He doesn't care what people worry about and mm. and and uh, yeah, they had a common bond with David Bowie music. Yes. Mm, yeah. And then we go back to the camp, and it's all peaceful, quiet, and we somehow do a point of view shot. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a drawing back. Yeah, which uh, makes yeah. me wonder if the demon is still well, we somewhere. Well, 
in the near in the woods. Well, there's a big sign saying "Camp Stillwater" or whatever, and then you see "For Sale." For sale. You, there was there, that's how it started. Yeah, and what makes me wonder it, at the end is the camp going to be repeat the same you cycle know, you again? You know what they should do? They should go through there, all right? Get a bulldozer, take all the trees out, cover up the cave, knock all the buildings down. Huh? And build something else in. I don't know. <laughs> a prison would be nice. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of the well, series. No. Okay. And as I said, and as I said before, um, Blair and Drew's um, relationship—I can't work out what that's about. Mostly. No, well, look, I, I can sort of get it because if Drew is a female, but it's got a boy mentality and wants to be a boy. Hmm. And she is masculine. Do hmm. you know, girl, girl, do the boy, boy, girl. Uh, and Blair is a gay boy looking for acceptance with a a gay boy. Well, she's the next best thing. Yeah. And they got um, a mutual attraction for each other. So why not? True, true. So he's not going to judge her, and she's not going to judge him. Yeah. So that probably guess, something like that. I yeah, guess yeah. It takes all kinds. And yeah, as I no. said, and I'm trying to keep an open mind. I've been I've seen strange things and I try to accept them as much as I can. Oh we I've seen many strange things over the years. Things I cannot tell you. If I tell you you'd be horrified. Anyway, no, sorry. um I, I have been, myself. I have yeah. been through a lot of things I and have. and I've you, and I'm trying not to judge the people when it when they're choices. I never judge. I mean I am not perfect. I never I never said I was perfect. And no one would say I was perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty damn good, but not that good, you know. Mm. Yeah. Hey plus Emma my cat's just down here, she's really cute. Yeah. Yeah. She won't say anything, she's very shy. Yeah. No, and, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I do like the t- the T V series. I may not watch it as many times as I want. Look, it's, but look, I do think it's pretty interesting. Okay. Are we finished talking about the story? Yeah. Okay. Okay, look, honestly, it's a it's a good series. I think the only thing wrong with it is I think it was okay. Either there's too many episodes they tried to draw it out too long, mm. or they didn't fill each episode with enough content to make the, each one interesting. Mm, true. So it's either could have been say five or six episodes, yeah. or a bit more um, action, a bit more jump scares, whatever, yeah. to make each episode yeah. interesting. It does yeah. make me think mm. about the comments yeah. and reviewers um, who say keep complaining about um, we didn't get too much character development for with all the other characters, even well, the ones the who main, are not all, really important. All the main ones you had, you had everyone had a history. I mean, um, the main girl, Amy, it's, yeah, at the beginning, is a poor little girl, and her flashback showed her as a nice little girl, and then the later flashback showed her not so pure, sweet, and innocent. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the dark uh, um, braces, um, Jesse, uh, they had, she had, a mother who was a party animal, drug addict, whatever, drank too much, whatever, and Jesse was trying to get her, accepted to go to another college out away from town or something rather, and she, and her mum saying, "Well, what about me? Who's going to look after me?" Yeah. So she had this these sort of issues behind. This was all developed. Every main character in this show, even the camp leader, the one who actually owned the camp, yeah, Deb, the she had uh, some history when she was there when she was a kid and then she became a lawyer or something rather and then she decided to buy the place and do it up and get it rolling again. Everyone had a bit of history in here. 
So I don't know about this thing about character development. I've got no idea. Everyone had a bit of development where it was needed. You don't want to go into too far. Yeah. But it was enough mm. to, uh, f- uh, enough uh, information to... Yeah. yeah I, I admit like that even yeah. though I, w- I don't think we have any... Re- do we have any reviews on um, other than uh, for... Oh, I have a couple of things I normally do. I bet it's going to be really hard. No, 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 no. Okay, uh, I'm going to talk about a couple of things first. Uh, ah, not too many things. Okay, okay, where am I? Here it is. I did. I mentioned this a bit earlier, but I'll just re- recover it. In April 2016, Free uh, Freeform announced that the series would premiere in June 2016. On November the 8th, the same year, they cancelled the series after one season. The series would have set its second season. In 1970, 20 years earlier, and the third season to be set in the early 2000s, about 10 to 15 years later. So obviously they're going to do something at the camp, uh, like a prequel, and maybe uh, a sequel. Who knows? Mm. Don't know. Now, the filming uh, began uh, in March 2016 uh, in Vancouver, so uh, British Columbia somewhere. Ah. Uh, uh, Mr. Horowitz, what's his first name? Uh, um, Adam, uh, he uh, directed the first episode of the pilot, hmm. but he and the other two guys wrote most of the uh, episodes alone, except for one or two, where they didn't do them, somebody else had to write them for him, but hmm. most of the time they were involved. And maybe some other writers came in to help out. Yeah, well, it has mm, to mm. make sure it has a continuation. Well, they did. They, they were there, obviously. God, As you said, it's like an anthology, and it has to follow no, with the everyone. No, the anthology would be the next one. Yeah. You know, sure. But the, each, each episode's got to be continuation of the yeah. first one, sort of. Yeah. Anyway, reception, here we go. I won't take too much time with it, but there's some surprises here as well. Okay. Uh, I got mixed reviews. Hmm. Now, Rotten Tomatoes, believe it or not, gave it a 63% approval rating. And the consensus reads, The Dead of Summits sets a spooky stage for a silly period creep fest, but its lack of actual scares hmm. adds to the altogether underwhelming experience. So the saying was good, but it could have had a bit more jump scares, a bit more action in it. I see so what like, you mean. That's what I said. Okay, now Molly Freeman from Screen Rant, uh, she gave a positive review. Uh, While the premise of Dead Summer sounds familiar to any horror movie fan, the show benefits from not being directly tied to an existing horror franchise, since it won't suffer for being compared to movies beloved by generations. So it's saying it was a standalone and was good as a standalone. Mm, So she liked it. Now, um, Sonia... Saraya of Variety. She had a positive positive view. She said, uh, "Makes a schlocky hour that never quite get boring. Never quite get boring. Okay, oh, okay. at the very least, uh, while escaping the dog days of summer inside with the uh, air conditioning, there's plenty of fun to be had in laughing at how bad this is." Hmm. Now, in, in a nice way, I mean, it wasn't as polished as it could be, and I find television series. Um, tend to be nowhere near as good as a movie because they, they spend more time making a movie hours-wise per episode. Yeah, uh, what do you call it? 
hours wise per yeah. hour of film footage hmm. than they do for TV series. They, yeah. they, they turn them out a bit faster. So, you know, that could be the problem. Um, now, um, Alex McGowan of the AV Club gave the first episode a seed rating, yep, uh, stating the story is so clucky and the characters are so wafer-thin, uh, it all but evaporates into a haze of trite jump-scare beats and a hor- and hoary teen tropes. In other words, what? He, he didn't like it. Huh. Okay, now, now, uh, here's one. The Hollywood Reporter gave a more negative review. Dead of Summer is just um, run-of-the-mill, unintentionally bad, a mismatch of genres and structures and stock characters that may aspire to something original and falls flat. So, uh, no, it's like I said before. There was not enough jump scares and acts and stuff and, the, and that sort of stuff in the movie. They could have developed a tad more or shortened it to, say, six episodes or something and Constantina in a bit to actually make the, uh, the bring the jump scares closer together and, and, the, and bring up the suspense a bit. Hmm. <coughs> um, now, here is a turnaround. Oh, I hope it's a good one. Ah, it is. As the series continued, reviews became more positive. Aha. Hmm. Uh-huh. Paul Daly of TV Fanatic gave a perfect score of five out of five. Sweet. To the fifth episode. Huh. Okay. He's saying How to Stay Alive in the Woods was a stellar episode of the freshman drama. It's a new drama, yeah. Hmm. We got so many reveals and the pace was brisk. What's that mean? It was moving along quite nicely. Okay, good. Fingers crossed the rest of the season plays out in this manner. Hmm. So he's pretty much saying that um, the fifth episode was pretty damn good. He was hoping the rest would stay at that level. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, it had potential to be a bit more, but it's, it let itself down a bit. Yeah. Now, getting down to availability. A couple of things here. Um, being a TV series, it's hard to get anyway, but... Um, yeah. It's not available on eBay. Oh. Wait a minute. Amazon, it's available on Prime. Okay. No, no. You can't buy it uh, as a hard copy. On Prime, you can buy it as a downloadable copy. Okay. But if they've got it, some other uh, selling platforms might have it as well. Now, I'm going to make it a bit of an apology for myself. Over the past 18 months or so, I've been saying... Prime is rentable. It's not rentable. I actually mean mean to say downloadable. Okay, mm. right? Yeah, I know I'm a goose. I know I'm picked up. I know I'm sending emails. You know, emails of Sarah saying, he's an idiot. Thank you for that. Um, but yeah, I, I meant to say it was downloadable copy. Yeah, mm. yeah but yeah, I'm a silly old man. I'm cracking 70. Crikey, give me a break. You know? Uh <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so it's available on Prime if you want to download a copy of it. Mm. It's not that expensive. You do the whole series for under ten dollars, I yeah. think. Um, yeah. So it's not look. It's not a bad watch. It could be a little bit more dynamic, mm. but it does have interesting characters. Yeah. The twist at the end is good, but yeah. where the, the good girl is not the good girl. The one yeah. you think might be not the good yeah. girl is the good girl. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, like yeah. a cross between. Exorcist and um, Sleepaway Camp with yes. um, with 
like with Angela Baker, we start off thinking that she's a good girl, but then we find out later on she's almost all a maniac. Yeah, yeah it's well, like with her, yeah. with Amy, we think that she's a innocent, but then but we she's find not. out uh, she's not innocent. Uh, yeah, and she's so it's good, it's good, it's good fun, it's good interesting and to me. Look, I'm an old guy. I'm 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 seventy in a couple of years time, and this is aimed at a teenage audience. And honestly, I enjoyed watching it. No, I was not riveted to my seat. Yes, it had a few little flaws in so far as it could have been a little, little bit more, um, a bit more suspense in it, a little bit more action and a few more jump scares. But it was in watchable by an old fart like me. So I think teenage uh, viewers would probably enjoy it a lot more than I would. Yeah. Okay. It's very That's relatable it. mm. considering that yeah. um, that some kids may have... Um, you know, when you think about it, a lot of kids have, deal with change and they want to yeah. recreate the wheel by changing themselves and, or and changing being away or from being... mum and dad and school and everything, they can be a new person. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, when you go to camp and I know I went to camp, but all I felt back then was homesick. Yeah, but different sort of camp. I mean, you, that was brownies, wasn't it? Some of school camp. Wasn't no, that was school it was camp, not was brownies. It? So that was school camp. You, yeah, Julie, it was, Julie went to brownies. It yeah, was yeah, when yeah. I was, um, my teacher, Mr. Um, I won't tell you his name. but Mr. Man. Um, he would often take us to camp for a week. And I was so homesick. I couldn't eat the camp food because I'm not used, I don't eat um, certain foods like yeah. s- that they were offer me. Yeah. Because I'm not that into that sort of thing. Do you have more cockroaches with your food? No, I'm fine, thank you. Yeah, and they, they just offered food that's, that I don't usually eat at from yeah. home. So yeah. I was very lonely and very sad. No, no, no comfort food, no chips, no lollies. It's not that, Mike. It's, uh, I, it wasn't. I mean, I did eat healthy back then. And, ah, yes. and, and you're eating healthy now. And, yes, and the food yes. back then was strange from, to me. Yes, yeah, she, she had a strange appetite when she was a young child, yeah. Yeah, so I d- ate differently. So anyway... Anyway, let's move along. I'm going to grade this now. Well, I just want to say oh. one thing about Amy. Um, I, I, I was a little... I did suspect her because most of the time she acted too nice. Like, you knew something sinister. From oh, actually, I will say something before I do a grade too. Mm. There's a girl in here. Okay. Zelda Williams. Mm-hmm. She played Drew, mm-hmm. stroke Andrea, you know, the, the girl who wanted to be a boy. Now, they, what's the word, I'm trying to get the right words here. They dumbed down her look so much to be so boyish. Mm, very clever. Um, she, she looks a lot, she, they've done a really good there, a good job of changing her image to be like that because she's nothing like that. Mm. I saw some photographs of her. She's a very attractive young woman. Yeah, and she looks She looks very lovely. Doesn't look a thing like that. Mm. Uh, so yeah, and and her personality that she put into yeah. the role, she really made that part hers. Yeah, yeah. she really, she's really good. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was kind of. I thought her flashback was pretty sad. She was when she was a little girl. Um, she, um, her mother wanted to dress her up like a like a like a, a miniature mini me. Mini me, yeah. And, yeah. And all that stuff. Well, the re- I told you that the reason why she's down and dressed like a mini me is because she didn't want to buy any. She didn't want to choose any girl clothes herself. She wanted to dress as a boy, yeah. and Mum had to buy all the boy buy the clothes for her because she didn't choose anything. Yeah. So yeah, like Mum had to put her to something. What you have sackcloth or something rather? Yeah. Walk around the towel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, by the end of um, the flashback, her 
Your mum pretended that to accept her, but then, then... mum just let, cleared the house out and left and moved and left her here, left her by herself. Yeah. What mother or father could actually just walk away from the kid and say, I can't yeah. accept this, see you later, and then strip the house, take everything and run away and go to well, parts unknown? I read somewhere the director said that he based... Drew's character on a girl of a person of his he knew yeah, um, just, who went through this sort of experience. I think that's really nasty and, and horrible. And yeah. this could have been, um, as I said before, these people who are directing and producing it may yes. have been lived down lived around had, the eighties and, and had experienced first like and that, may yeah, have maybe. experienced firsthand still, of horrible behaviour like parent. that. I, I felt like leaving you behind a couple of times. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. But I never did. I didn't change the locks when he went out. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> I thought about it. No, oh, no. funny. Uh, oh. No, the point is, I mean, you don't do that. But she was a school kid. How's he going to survive? True. You know, honestly. I heard of yeah. stories where parents would abandon yeah. their children, and it's kind of sad, and I do think that's not right. Yeah, no, no. I, yeah, so if, if, if they know somebody like that, my heart goes out to them, because that should not happen. True. No. Anyway. No matter how bad you are. I mean, how bad they are. Yeah. <laughs> I did think, I, I think, I never suspected that Jessie would be the um, nice girl, no, the final no, girl at the no, end. No, it's good. In that, in, that, in, in that part of it, the show went quite good because you really didn't know who the naughty one, the bad ones were. I say naughty, but yeah, the, it, was it the blonde, yeah, Amy, or was the uh, the other girl, Braces, Jesse, who was actually going to be bad, um, was Holly a, a good guy or a bad guy, the spirit, you know, you, you didn't really know until getting towards the end of the series. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe that's why. A bit why of role I, reversal stuff here. Maybe folks. that's why yeah. some of those reviewers, the earlier reviewers, they didn't care. They didn't um, bother to watch the whole series before making a flash judgment. They saw the first couple of hours lame. Well, yeah, they're building it up. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the first twenty minutes for movie, if you watch a movie, sometimes just yeah. seeing the pace. Yeah, for well, sure. Tw- it. Um, yeah. The um, we get the first kill in episode t- two, but we don't see it happen, and then yeah. we flash forward. I mean, we. After say four or five episodes later, um, when another kid gets killed, knocked off. Yeah, but the other stuff going. On, there's a bit of story building and, and yeah, storyline building and uh, uh, the plot behind it with the uh, Satanist or whatever mm-hmm. other things. And, yeah, they're, they're developing all that and they're getting it set for the next yeah. part. This is yeah, not yeah, just yeah, another yeah. slasher TV right. series. It's a bit this... more of a horror drama yeah. supernatural slasher thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a it does, little bit different. It does a little bit of. Unsolved yeah. mysteries here yeah, 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 in this yeah. movie, this one. So it's, it's it's better than some of the movies yeah. that I have seen, but it like it's like it lacks that dynamics yeah. that yeah yeah have had action and um, jump scares. It, it could have been a little bit better or a bit shorter to make yeah. it work better. Yeah, yeah. in some of the scenes mm. you may see in the background someone watching TV of uh, that talks about cultists on the news. Gosh, no, yeah, while well, doing that, sort of trying to. Set the image. Yeah, set the image that yeah. that there might have been cultists. And they said something about, in one of the um, dialogues, it said they're hiding in plain sight. They are. He wouldn't know. And there was. The sheriff was one of them. He was the, he was the leader. He was called the teacher. He was the, he was the leader of the group. Yeah. And he was a sheriff. Ah. ah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to grade it now. Me you too. Finished? Look, I would give it up around nine and a half if it was a little bit more dynamic 
mm. uh, a bit more jump scares than didn't drag us. So I'm going to drop it down to eight and a half purely for the fact that, yeah, they could have done a lot more with it. Yeah. However, the filming's good, the characters are good, the storyline's good. It just could have got that little bit extra to make it exceptionally good. Yeah, I kind of agree yeah. with you, Mike. Um, it's pretty good, and I really enjoyed it. it enjoyed the um the um, twist ending. Yeah, twist endings. Oh, I always love twist endings, and I always like to see a familiar face. Yeah. Who? Tony Todd. <laughs> yeah, exactly right, Tony Todd. Uh, it's good to see a familiar face get a cameo or a bit role in I certainly thought movies. it was interesting yeah. that Tony Todd it's took good. the opportunity to do a TV series. Well, Although I, re- I heard yeah. in, a, in an interview one time, actually a cameo, I, talk, I yeah. talked to him about um, slasher films and how to make them, and he says that he's often did a lot of um, independent and big or small yeah. film projects, even, and he likes doing every single one of them. Yeah, see, I mean, he, he's not, I'm, I'm going to use some naughty lyrics here, he's, he's not full of pretentious bullshit, he's a good man who likes to act. How's that? Quite right. And I certainly think, if I had the chance, I would love to get an actor for, I don't know what, a horror movie with an intense, yeah. interesting voice as his. Oh, you got beautiful. And like, like I said before, I like his voice mm. and I like Tobin Bell's voice. Mm. Both of them just come over nice, but menacing, a bit creepy when they put the right inflections in there. And, you know, and you go, ooh, yeah, they, they'd really bring a part to life or yeah. death in their case. Anyway, um, yeah, I really like those two guys. Their voice is just great. Yeah, I hope that one day mm. I can find one for for one of my horror movies one day, um, stories one day. I just I, I not the current one I'm working on at the moment because my character for that un, for killer is not going to speak. Have a speaking role. You're going to be a bit like a Jason Voorhees type, yeah, mm, silent brooding type. Oh, by the way, guys, before I, we cut off, I should mention, I, I took the liberty of getting my own copy of Elvira last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, what's it called? Um, what's the name book? Um, let me see. Cruelty. Um, uh, and, and Cruelly Yours? Cruelty oh, Yours. Yeah, yeah, cruel, Elvira. Cruelly Yours run Cruelly Yours, yeah. yeah. Cruelly. Cruelly Yours, yeah. Yeah, like saying... Something. Yours truly, or yours, 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 truly. Yeah, yours cruelly, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yours cruelly. Yeah. So it's like her memoirs, if yeah, you will. Yeah, my, my biography, memoirs. Yeah. See, it's, it's, look, I love Cassandra, and that, that not not in the wrong way, you know, uh, but I, I, I've heard so much about her over the uh, years and how hard it's been for her in some different aspects of the yeah. uh, system. And now she's got the book, and it's just for yeah. you more blank. So she's a really strong woman that um you need to yeah. admire and yeah. i gotta admire that mm. how she stepped forward and opened up that she um let loose the secret that she's been hiding for like say 10 years mm. but the point is that i mean she's, I just she's never... had a hard life in many ways yeah and she's really done she's really done a lot to uh Put that behind her, get over it, and just get on for life. And I, I really admire the woman. Yeah. Oh, Way to go, Cassandra. All I get yeah. a lot in the media that yeah. keeps talking about how much that she that she that she came out of clo- the closet and a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and well, they never think about the other stuff that's in the book that might be yeah, relevant. There's more, there's more important stuff than anything. And she's like, really 
No, mm-hmm. we're, no, we're selling a book now, are we? You mm. get, do you get a line fee for sales, do you? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I do wonder, why, why can't they um, look at the other stuff that's in there? I mean, yes. there's some interesting stuff I never even thought were that Elva, that 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 took place in Elvira's life. Did you know, guys, that that when she was that when when she was being cut, auditioned for the role of Elvira? A long time ago. Um, Vampire objected to her doing being in that role, and they had to change the name of the um, of Movie Macabre. You know, instead of making it El, the El, 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 Elvira Movie Macabre, they had to. It was originally some. A vampire movie macabre yeah. or something like that. They could didn't want to use names, so they actually, I didn't get all the cast or whatever there to write names down and put them into a yeah, coffee tin or something in, rather. Um, little slips of paper and then and pick the name. Out, they pulled out Elvira, and you think about Elvira, there's a country song called Elvira, and there must have been a country music guy there, and mm. and Elvira, and they go, hey, it's not bad, got the evil Elvira. It seems to Dark, work quite sinister. Yeah, yes, yeah, it well. worked. I like it. Great name. Yeah, and then um, so after Elvira got so such a big splash, Vampire decides to sue the poor yeah. lady. Well, not Vampire, the lady, Nermi, something, Maya Nermi. Yeah, Maya Nermi. Yeah, and of course yeah. she didn't appear at court. I think she had no no leg to stand it, on. No, yeah, she's in a wheelchair. Yeah. Uh, ha, ha. Um, and no, then yeah. she lacked, uh, not, kind of, um, she sent out... When Elvira was becoming very famous she, and was given the offer to make a cartoon series called Little Elvira, um, Vampire uh, sent some pornography photos of well, her I and, the pornography. and the producers decided to cancel the cartoon see, contract. See, might, Elvira was an exotic dancer when she was younger. I don't know if it's pornography. There's a difference between naked, nudity. Nude, nude photographs and pornography. Okay. Get it right. Nudity. I don't think Cassandra would Okay, have... okay. It's nudity, it said. <laughs> nude, nude nudity. Photo. And back in those days, I thought, oh, no, we don't want that getting out. Kitty show, yeah, 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 and that's that's rude. That's really nasty and horrible. Yeah, and see, Elvira could, I mean, Cassandra could have taken her to court and won a uh, a yeah. legal kind of claim against her, but she's she's a stronger lady. She, yeah. she didn't bother. She, I just think that was yeah. poor pull of that vampire for doing that. She's that, 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 uh, she's yeah. lost. There's no chance in hell I'll ever like vampire TV series ever in my life now. But well, there, now that well, I've heard about there this. isn't any vampire stuff hanging yeah, around. Well, it just goes back yeah. too old, too far away. There's, and and they didn't. It wasn't videotaped. It was all wet tape back okay, in those web days. Tape. And and oh no, it's all and been thrown anyway, away. Yeah. there's no chance in hell I'm ever gonna like her stuff ever in my life. Well, I think I won. Ever crappy film mm. clip of her off YouTube. Never. She's nowhere near as good as Elvira anyway. Yeah, so there's Elvira's no chance in hell. always been... See, 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 I don't know what her claim to fame was before she became Vampira, but Elvira, Cassandra was a dancer, actress, comedian, had all these other skills up her sleeve, hmm. and she really used them well when she was... Uh, Doing the Elvira personality. Yeah. She's yeah. great. Another incident. Yeah. Um, I think that Vampire wanted to cast um, a, um, an African black singer. No, an African American. An African American yeah, yeah. black singer. I just said who, that. They, whom, they don't like the word black. Yeah, sorry, guys. African American um, singer. African American singer. And I keep wondering if she's trying to. She says that at the beginning this was going to be Vampire's daughter. And I've seen Vampire, and she is not. Um, 
looking looks See, like about African American. Sees China plate, you know. So how can we yeah. vampire's daughter? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's go. These people want to go to bed now. Yeah, sorry, folks. Pleasant anyway, um, another thing I should mention, guys, is that this week is our final week to sell tickets to our film premiere. You guys heard about it? I'm. Uh, about my upcoming film, so, yeah, Attack of the Cat yeah, People. Yeah, you local doing... one, you local people in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, you Americans can do it too, but you got to fly over. No. We're not paying. Um, no, no um, plane line <laughs> tickets for you guys. And we've probably got locked down anyway. So. <laughs> uh, but anyway, anyone in Brisbane who's keen to um, come to the premiere of Sarah's movie, what, what's the name of the event, right, is it? What? Where do you buy the tickets? Um, event um, Bright. Event Bright. So we go on Sarah's side. You'll have a link to it, will yeah, you? I'll yeah, I'll have yeah. a link in the description bar below. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, any anyone in Brisbane wants to have a look at it? Uh, limited tickets available. Where they're selling. Really I'm going to say they're selling like hot cakes, which actually sold like yeah, tickets. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you have like say. Um, seeing as this will be Wednesday, we'll be releasing this, this, so you have only like two days to order your tickets. Yeah, because the cutoff is the, the 15th, 15th of yeah. October, yeah. so you better start um, buying now. Yeah, rattle the old money box there, guys. Yes, yeah. the tickets cost about tw- uh, $22. $20. $22. 22. Oh, 22 sorry. My mistake, $22. $22 and a few cents. And a few cents. <laughs> okay, $20 and a few cents. Uh, and that covers uh, snack food and uh, a complimentary drink. Uh, yeah. So uh, your ticket cost is only covering expenses. And we're, not, we're not making money out of it. So, yeah, it's helping us to put the function on. All right. That's about it for us tonight. So thanks for listening to this last podcast, everyone. I'll see you guys for our next one. I Hopefully, we'll probably be doing a Halloween-themed yeah, movie. Yeah, it's getting close movie, to Halloween now. Considering that we're going to be doing a... Um, we're going to try to work out which kind of Halloween episodes we yeah. might do get pull off. Yeah, do it. So think, do we do a Halloween movie or movies that are popular at Halloween? We got to find mm. those because there's not a lot of Halloween type movies. Well, out there. I'm thinking for my next one. I'm thinking we've done um, trick or treat and stuff. Well, I'm going to th- run up a, a few ideas. So yeah. I think I'll let you guys know. Um, and we're not going to do the Halloween franchise. No, not, not the moment. I think we're um, at the moment they're doing Halloween ki- Kills, the new t- new movie at the moment. So feel free to check that out. So we'll, we'll see if we can come find something. Surprising. I'm thinking maybe the new the um, the I'm thinking the cartoon Adams Family maybe might uh. be good. The um car- oh, the yeah, cartoon yeah yeah yeah, yeah. not that's this a, not the one that's coming out as we speak no, but I'll will tell you guys about that one coming up yeah but yeah oh yeah we can do a couple of things like yeah, just, yeah. yeah. so that, so a gothic sort of Halloweeny sort yeah. of stuff yeah, yeah. I do like uh, the Ams family and I do like Wednesday's my favorite because she's always so cool I like the the original Wednesday Adams in the TV series is a cute little girl. Mm-hmm. And then along came Christina Ricci. Hmm. And I must say that when she did the part, she astounded me. She was she's, to me the Wednesday Adams. Hmm. <laughs> so, Christina, you did a really good job there. So, that's about <laughs> it for us, guys. So, I'll let you guys know later on what we've decided. So, have a good week, guys. And I'll see you guys for our next podcast. So, see you guys around. Bye for now. Pleasant dreams. <laughs> you are now. Bye.